Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we actually have to talk about human rights, because if you're retweeting things, get arrested, and then convicted for 34 years in prison, something isn't right here. Now, here's what's going on, and I think this is one of the just amazing things about the internet, is that it really does connect us to the world. It connects everybody in virtually every country. For most of the world, outside of China, North Korea, and a few other places, people are free to use the Facebooks and Twitters and Googles of the world. However, being free to access a platform like Twitter does not negate the rules and laws of the country that you live in. And here we go. Not all countries have the same track records on universal uh, rights like free speech, women's rights, and, and, and stuff like that, which is why stories like the one I'm about to tell you are obviously very hard to read and, and essentially just put out into the world. And so this is coming from The Verge. I think this is actually a rather important one. And here's what's going on. Salma Al-Shabaab, uh, basically uh, Shihab, excuse me, um, she's a PhD student at the University of Leeds in the United Kingdom, has now been sentenced to 34 years in prison for retweeting activists through her Twitter account and sharing posts that spoke in favor of the right of women to drive in her home country of Saudi Arabia. Now, Salma was detained in January of 2021. After returning to Saudi Arabia for a vacation, I'm assuming to see her family or whatever. Now, Shabab was, or Shihab, excuse me, I'm, I, I keep screwing that up. Shihab was initially sentenced to six years for using social media to, quote, disturb public order and destabilize the security and stability of the state. And quote, based on having reshared tweets from Saudi activists living in exile who called for the release of political prisoners in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Now, the Washington Post reported that prosecutors in the appeal to Shahab's case uh, argued for more that for a more severe punishment under Saudi cybercrime and anti-terrorism laws, which they apparently agreed to because that led to the drastically increased sentence of 34 years, which was handed down on August 8th, like a week or so ago. That is obviously a huge issue. So my question to this week is, one, what is the culpability of Twitter in this case? And also, do we need to have a standard for worldwide rights while basically acting or, or operating online? And so for the record, at the moment, I don't think Twitter has done anything wrong here and that this person uh, was tweeting whatever she wanted while she was in the United Kingdom, but lost the UK's protection when she went home to Saudi Arabia, where she is a citizen. So I think that Twitter would be culpable here if they turned over a private account information of her, such as DMs and all of that. Twitter being based here in the United States should not have to turn over anything where they deem it to be a violation of human rights or at least get a day in U.S. court to explain their reasoning. Obviously, they don't want to do these things. You can look at the whole entire situation with China, uh, where companies have bent over backwards to essentially censor their products like Google and Apple, specifically to uh, basically have the huge Chinese market. But Saudi Arabia, Arabia is not the size of China. They do not have that depth of users uh, that would be as lucrative or nearly as lucrative as, uh, let's say, a China would be. But this concerns me overall. You know, I understand that Saudi Arabia has a different view of women's rights, also human rights in general, but if they are going to have a presence on the world stage as a member country of organizations like the United Nations, then I think there needs to be accountability here, just as I think uh, basically China, North Korea, and others also need accountability for their actions as well online. If we are basically going online and interacting, there has to be some kind of code or ethics that maybe, uh, you know, we have. Now, the problem that we've got is we're not ever going to get on the same page with this. 
this is going to continue to be an issue. But what we can do is put pressure on countries that we are friendly with. And the United States has had a very friendly relationship with Saudi Arabia, specifically for oil, military weapons, all these kinds of things that I think it would really behoove us to basically go to MBS or Mohammed bin Salman, the, the uh, crown prince of Saudi Arabia, who's apparently essentially running the country, and, and saying that that these things are, are no longer going to be allowed. Meaning, if you're going to do business with the United States, the EU, and, and anybody else that we're friendly with, you've got to start getting in line here in the sense of you can believe whatever you want to believe, but putting somebody in jail for 34 years simply for retweeting things that you disagree with really doesn't seem like this should be standing here in 2022. I'll leave it to you to discuss. Again, I know everybody's got different opinions on these things, but I think this is an important one. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP, and where you will not be arrested uh, for retweeting me or reposting. Uh, same with YouTube as well, uh, because I'm really not doing anything here. Well, I guess I am. Maybe the Saudis wouldn't be a fan. Maybe I shouldn't vacation there myself now. But nevertheless, please feel free to follow me in all these places. And as always, stay safe. Stay online and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everyone.